WHPT, Sarasota, Tampa, St. Pete. And now on 97.1 WSUN HD2, Holiday, Tampa, St. Pete. The following hour is sponsored and does not necessarily reflect the opinion of 102.5 The Bone. You smell funny. I'm a real fish nut. I really like fish. Na, 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 fishing. Now, inshore, offshore. If it's in the water, we'll tell you how to get it in the boat. It's Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. It's like fishing with dynamite. Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone. I'm your host, Captain Bubba Ben Court. We got some special guests in the house today. Uh, also have James Garrison to my right, Ryan Hoppy. But more importantly, we have Connie Parker, Director of Stewardship and Government Relations of Pure Fishing, and also have Andrew Walker, President and CEO of the Fish and Wildlife, excuse me, Fish and Wildlife Foundation. Very just talking to you guys previous as the show's starting. There's so much, just so much stuff that I didn't know about a lot of things, and you guys already schooled me on so much already. But more importantly, I want you guys to really tell everyone, all our listeners, what do you guys exactly your your background, where you come from, and now your your efforts and what you're doing for the Fish and Wild uh, Foundation, which. From what I heard, you guys are so involved, and it is an amazing thing that you guys are doing. So, Andy, if you want to go ahead and, you know, I know she was telling, Connie was telling me you when you came on board, I mean, things just started changing rapidly, and you've been doing great things. So tell us tell us a little bit about that. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, yes, I've been in conservation for many, many years with the Nature Conservancy and other organizations, and I joined the Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida two years ago. And Connie is the secretary of our board. We have 22 board members around the state. We were founded by the legislature, actually, back in 1994 to support the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, FWC. Uh, But we're a private nonprofit organization, so donations to us are all tax deductible. And uh, we exist to really raise money for conservation, to ask important questions, uh, convene meetings, uh, try to make good things happen in the world of conservation, outdoor recreation, and youth education. Hunting and fishing are quite a bit of our focus. Very cool. Very cool. And the the things that uh, we were talking about before, I mean, just the amount of just Florida in itself, the the fishing community in in itself, kind of you you were going on and on. It was just I was so intrigued by it, and now I'm kind of looking at you. I feel like you're kind of standoffish right now. I want you to go ahead and tell us a little bit about you know everything that's happening um, with Florida and and the the fishing community that Florida is. It's such a big deal. It's a huge deal. We um, in Florida don't recognize, as um, a friend of ours says, we're the fishingest state in the union. And we are also an economic generator in this state. We bring in $9 billion, with a B. With uh, a B. With a B. Uh, dollars into uh, the economy in the state of Florida. Eight billion of that comes from saltwater angling, and one billion of that comes from freshwater angling. So we rank up there with some of the some of the largest economic generators in the state. And I I think people forget 
who we are and what we do. We supply jobs, we supply tourism, we do all sorts of things. So we have a lot to be proud of in this state when it comes to our anglers and our angling. And that's awesome. And I, and I know one of the things, one of the small things we were just talking about uh, is just to be, if you really want to be a part of it, even as you become the age of 65 and you no longer need a, a fishing license, but fishing license are 100% go back straight to the cause. Straight to the cause. I think a lot of people don't understand that. They see our fish and, fish and game wardens, officers coming there like, oh, no. Those guys are first responders. We need to remember that they are the only people that are trained to do water rescue. In fact, right now, 25 of our folks headed uh, on Thursday up to South and North Carolina to help. People come from all over from the Department of Natural Resources to do this. But when you buy a fishing license in a state, that money goes back to that state online to help what happens on the water and on the ground so that we can continue to enjoy the passions that we have and we can continue to be the economic generator that we actually are. So, you know, if you're over 65, you don't have to buy a license in Florida, but please buy one because we need it. Yes. You may not need it, but we need it. And also, if you want to do something to help what's going on with the current hurricane, go online to North Carolina and South Carolina and Georgia. Buy a license there because that money goes back to help the operations that happen on the ground to take care of things like hurricane. And then when there's no storm, it takes care of access. It takes Absolutely. care of clean water. Right. It makes sure we have fish so that we can do what we love to do. And, and it's something so simple. If you think about how, how many people are on their phone in a day, you can literally go on your phone and you really want to make a difference. If you're sitting on your couch saying, man, how can I help them? Or That is something so easy. It's maybe a 10-minute process to be able to fill that out. And now not only are you helping the state of Florida, now you're helping everyone else that it's in, you know, that's still in the same fishing community just because they're not in Florida. But you're making a difference so if you're sitting on the couch or you're listening on the radio now, well, how can it make a difference? That's just something so small, quick, and easy that can now start making a difference, which Absolutely. is which is a great thing. And you got the Fish and Wildlife uh, Foundation. Uh, you were telling me you had, back when it first started, <laughs> back in Everglades, you had your first thing. That was that was an interesting story. But now you guys are have been growing so much, and you have this huge event coming up. Right. Um, it's called Blue Green. It is a annual event we do, and we've done it in Tampa the last two years. It's an annual fundraiser. It's a dinner and a silent and live auction. Uh, Johnny Morris, the founder and CEO of Bass Pro Shops, has graciously agreed to be our guest of honor and speaker this year. I think we're also going to be joined by Shane Mahoney. Uh, some of you will know him. He's a noted wildlife biologist and author and uh, will be coming down from Canada for, for the event. And then Contender Boats has donated a 22-foot sport fishing boat, which is uh, going to be auctioned off that night, along with a number of trips and fishing gear. It's all going to be held at the Armature Works on Saturday, October 27th, that evening. And uh, we expect between 300 and 350 people will be there. That's awesome. And uh, the actual website, so you, you can actually buy tickets prior to that. Um, what, what is the actual website? 
Yeah, you'll be able to buy tickets, and shortly in the next week or two, you'll be able to start bidding online for some of the gear and things that we are sale, uh, auctioning that night. The website is bluegreen2018.org. Again, bluegreen2018.org. And you'll, you'll be able to go onto that website and actually see all the items that are up for auction, and then some of those are ready to go here shortly in the next week or so. Now, the, the boat, does that... That's going to start the night of? Uh, no, the boat will start early, too. Okay. So certainly by October 6th, everything will be uh, up for a bit. Okay, very cool. And I know I was reading some of the stuff that you guys have done. You guys have raised almost, was it $30 million already for the Fish and Wildlife Foundation? Is that about right? That's right. It's um, uh, We've been in existence, as I said, since 1994. And in that time, we've raised about 30 million that we've donated to conservation and youth outdoor education. And uh, just last year, in fact, uh, those numbers go up every year. So we donated 5.5 million this last year. That is just absolutely amazing. And that's that's very unique. I think people also don't know that there are very few states that have an Andy and a foundation. There are maybe, what, three or four? We're, we're the envy of the nation again. Florida really needs to step up with their angling pride because we are leading the way in how to take care of anglers and fish and water. And what the foundation does is actually raise money for that and put it back on the ground. We have a very small staff. We'd like to clone Andy, but... <laughs> uh, that's how small we are but well that is awesome and it sounds like you i mean you're just doing amazing things and it's it's awesome to sit down because as a as a fisherman as a captain you know i'm i should be way more involved in a lot of the things that you guys are talking about and you guys are are a, a kind of it's it's an inspiration to really hear now i i want just finding out that information about the licenses it's such a huge thing that I mean, I'm going to start spreading the word on that all over. I mean, all over because it's it's something so little, but it can make such a big difference if we get everyone on board. Especially, I mean, I want my kids' kids. I want everyone to be able to enjoy this because it's such a. Everyone wants to come to Florida to fish, to to or to enjoy our beaches, everything that we have. It's such an awesome state, and I just would love for that to continue and and. Everything that you guys are doing, are, are, it's making a difference, and that's it, that's so awesome to hear. And I'm I'm so happy, Andy. I, hats off to you, bud. For oh. for I know I, I know you're very humble <laughs> sitting there, but I you uh I Connie speaks very highly. I could tell, and she it's a very very cool thing that you guys are doing, man. Well, it's a group effort, and uh, as I said, we have a very dedicated board. Uh, I've been in this business now 30 years, and this is the best board I've ever worked with. That's awesome. Um, and Connie is a very typical person on that board, highly knowledgeable, highly highly motivated. You said something just now I want to comment on. You were talking about being able to share this with your children. One of the problems we have in this country is that, as we all know, kids are spending less and less time outdoors. Yes, they are. And the latest surveys we've seen is that between 44 and 53 hours a week is what kids spend with electronic media, whether it's TV or Game Boy or what have, have you. Um, there's a project here that Connie's been very involved with I'd like to mention because I think all your listeners need to know it exists. But we have a brand new camp that FWC has built in Apollo Beach open to all the youth in uh, the Tampa Bay area and beyond 
but it is particularly specializing in fishing, boating, teaching those skills, the ecology of the Gulf Coast. Connie, you want to say more about that? Yeah, I would love to hear that because I know there's a lot of people that I know personally that would love to put their kids involved in this. So please tell me all about it. So Pure Fishing, the company that I work for, I'm lucky enough to be with people that are very progressive and understand we've got to grow our anglers and we've got to get a rod in those kids hands before they're eight so we formed a partnership with union sportsman's alliance so big shout out to all my trades union awesome. sportsmen out there um, union sportsman's alliance is neither democrat nor republican so when you join the union and by the way we have 13 million union workers in the united states wow. and they love to fish and hunt we estimate 75 percent of them go out on our land and water but we formed a partnership with them and of course I picked Florida and we <laughs> decided that we would um, raise money to build the dock at the Union at the Suncoast Youth Conservation Center in Apollo Beach so we've gone out and we've put together um, $462,000 we're 28,000 short but the union workers are going to be coming throughout Florida and from the nation to help build this dock for free. Wow. So it's $1.8 million for free in Union Sportsman's Alliance dollars building our dock so kids can fish. And we're doing this around the country with them. That is amazing. Yeah, one of the things that really works with this program is the Union Sportsman people come in they build access point they build docks they give their trade for free and then pure fishing makes sure that the children go home with a rod and bait and tackle because if you give them a rod and you give them bait they go back home and they will fish again yes they will so last year we put 7900 kids urban kids through the program and they all went home with pure fishing rods and bait and tackle and our dnrs will teach the program so we get good citizenship good conservation citizenship yes. once they learn but we're going to strike ground it looks like if we can get that last twenty-eight thousand, we're going to strike ground in um january okay but it's a 2.8 million dollar project we put together with 1.8 of it well with all but five hundred thousand free that's donated amazing. by our union workers so we like fishing with those people that is awesome so if you're going to break ground what, what are your plan where do you see the camp and all that kind of kicking off if you're going to break ground here, you said January? We're January. We're, the pilings will start to be driven by then, and then the dock will be completed, we hope, by May. And then once we do that, we're hoping to have maybe some major league baseball players and football players come and fish with our kids to kick it off and go out on the water the next day because those guys love to fish yes they so do. you know we're kind of organizing everybody we've done this at jones point in national park in virginia put the dock out there and people go out we took an entire fourth grade class for that dock and you know the first person that put their rod in the water caught a 10 pound cat Wow. You should have seen that little red-headed girl. <laughs> I've never seen anybody happier than she was to catch that cat. That's awesome. I've actually uh, been building a relationship with Deshaun Jackson, who's a huge fisherman, and I actually took him fishing a couple times. And uh, that's something I can I would I know he would love to get involved with something like that. And that's what we need. We need the community to all come together, especially you know athletes like that, who a lot of them love to fish. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So that's awesome. Um, so, uh, Ryan, is that we getting ready to go to break here? Yeah. I was hearing some of the music. We're going to take a real quick break. What we'll do is we'll wrap up. We want I want to make sure that we get 
all the information back out there. Uh, you guys are awesome. It's amazing to talk to you guys. We're we uh, we'll get back and we'll wrap up all the stuff that we need the people to know what they need to do to get back. So we'll take a quick break. This is Flats Mafia Radio, one hundred two five The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio on one hundred two five The Bone. If it's happening in Tampa Bay, we're talking about it live and local. It's 102.5 The Bone, real, raw radio. Flats Mafia Radio, 102.5 The Bone. We are back. We're having we're having a real you know it's it's a little it's a little different uh, vibe in here today. Change of pace for us. It is yeah. a, it is a change of pace for us, but it, it's. I think that's a good thing. It, I really do, because it kind of slows us down, and it's and the conversation is just so intriguing. It, we it, were so hyper last week. We were, especially when Paige came in. It was just different. No, it's a tornado. That's why they call her <laughs> Hurricane Paige. So we're back. We have uh, Andy Walker and Connie Parker. I was saying, you know, I was I was going through your stuff last night, and I before I was laying down, I was just practicing your names because I didn't want to mess it up. And they're very, uh, towards the end, it's a little bit of a tongue twister. One, one sounds like it wants to go with the other. Yes, it really does. But I just want to just want to say thank you for you guys coming in. But there's a couple things that we do need to hit on before you guys go. One of them was the camp with the kids that is open. There's just another project that's going to kick off. Can you give us a little bit more details about that so our listeners can uh, get their kids there? Uh, absolutely. So the Suncoast Youth Conservation Center is in Apollo Beach, as we were saying. It's been open for a year. It's got a beautiful facility uh, adjacent to a restored wetland. And uh, it's on the Tico property, if you all know where the uh, Manatee Viewing Area is. Yes, yeah, we do. Uh, it's about half a mile south of there, uh, due south, still on Tico property. And right adjacent to it, the Florida Aquarium here in Tampa has built two coral greenhouses where they're learning how to grow coral for restoration. Oh, that's awesome. Keys. And it's adjacent to a brand new facility. It'll be opening very soon uh, for rest- for rehabilitation of sea turtles. So it's all there at the camp. All these things are going to be able to be used by kids. Um, they just finished their second summer camp season, and now they go into um, uh, school field trip season. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're almost already booked up for the year. So if any of your listeners are teachers, you ought to get in touch with Dr. Kathy Gindon, who runs the center out there. And again, Suncoast Youth Conservation Center in Apollo v- Beach. Very cool. And and do you know the the hours? Like, what is it something that's open week? You know, it's, so it's open uh, Monday through Friday. Um, yeah, it's uh, it always helps to call ahead. Okay. To make sure they're not out in the field with their kids and the front gate may be locked. But yes, uh, and you can find them online easily enough. Very cool. And we have Blue Green 2018, October 27th at Armature Works. Um, Going to be a huge event. You can uh, get your tickets online. Are you able to purchase, if you show up that day, are you able to purchase your tickets at the door? Yes. Okay. The day of you can? Yes. Okay. okay. Very good. That's good information. And a lot of cool stuff that's going to go up for auction, all, all going to a, a great cause, the Fish and Wildlife Foundation. Uh, you guys have been absolutely outstanding. It, it really is nice to talk to you. And it, uh, is there something else that you wanted to touch on real quick? 
Well, I want to make sure that people understand yes. we are open for business yes, in the state are. of Florida. Yes, we so, are. So come on down. Tell people 75% of our rivers are available for fishing and 90% of our lakes are available for fishing. We're not closed by any stretch of the imagination. And when you come, rent a car and stay in a hotel and eat in our yes. restaurants. And buy a fishing too. license. And buy a fishing license. So and, important. And, and make sure that our economy stays strong so that, so that our angling community can thrive and continue to do the great work that we all do because it's all interconnected licensing what andy does in the foundation what we do with youth and and by the way for that youth center you businesses out there hold your next business meeting out there i challenge you all to come out and have your business meeting out there there's a wonderful conference center sit down and take people for a walk let's figure out what we're really doing in this state that's really impacting land and water that's awesome. I mean, there might be something we might even be able to hold a, you know, a, a tight line. We usually do a tight line Tuesday once a month. You know, we're taking this month off, but we do a tight line Tuesday that, you know, we bring all our listeners and everyone who's uh, anybody who loves fishing. And sometimes we have a guest speaker and depending on what it is, we might even just try to reach out to them and see if they want to be one of the guest speakers Wonderful. just to let people and give them the education on it. Yeah. Cause that would be a really good idea. I mean, I'm, I, like I said, I'm truly am inspired your passion when you, I, I could just feel it coming through the microphone. I mean, it, it is so awesome. So you guys, I, I couldn't be more happy for what you guys are doing. And I, I it makes me want to be more involved and just do better. And uh, like you said, Florida's is doing great. Don't let the news scare you with the red tide and all that. Every, I mean, I just I was out of the river yesterday, fished out of the river yesterday, and we did. Uh, we didn't do. If I know one of my buddies is probably listening, we didn't do that great. Uh, not because of the red tide, but just because it was fishing. That's why they call it fishing. But um, it's it's a great thing you guys are doing. And for all the listeners, I this is the Fish and Wildlife Foundation. Make sure you guys are definitely going to check out the event October twenty seventh at Armature Works. Uh, a lot of big prizes, the 22-foot contender that's going to go on auction here shortly. That's amazing. I've, I, from all the events that uh, I've seen happen, I, for a boat to go up for auction, I've never seen that. So that's, that's Yeah, I'm curious pre- how that's going to go down there. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be uh, – what are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's that should be – That's. I mean, that's – Where does where does the bidding start? Because I'm, now I'm curious in it. Well, the full retail on that boat and Yamaha has donated a 250 horsepower and That's awesome. uh, motor and uh, loadmaster trailers here in, tra- in Tampa donated the trailer. So you put all that together, it's got a retail value of $108,000. Right. Wow. So um, we will probably set the reserve uh, price somewhere around 60% of that. Very and cool. And uh, <coughs> see where we go from there. That'll That'll work. Yeah, that's in the work. That's, that's so, and it, and it's not. Is that a? It, was that the live auction or that's a silent auction? That's going to be a live auction. But oh, we're, that's going to be that's fun. A, but we're gonna we're gonna monitor the uh, we're gonna monitor the web while we do that auction, so people will be able to bid online. Oh, oh on, yeah, that's go. right. I remember Michelle was telling me something that even if they couldn't make the event and they still wanted to be a part of it, that's awesome. And the auction right. is that day. Auction is that day at the event at Armature Works. A- exactly. Okay. And so if you're at home, yeah, you'll be able to bid uh, on any of those items. Can Bob be the guy that's there talking real fast? Hey, man, we got over there. I'm not good. I'll I'll ruin it. Hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, do you guys have one of those professional guys coming in? We do. We do. That's awesome. Uh, Those those dudes are impressive. You know, I I couldn't do that. I'd have messed that up. I was hoping to hear you. You could fumble through it half the time. It'd be great. It'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah. Baba doing it. We're, pra- we're practicing at the end of the show. 
I already messed up already. It doesn't matter. Um, so that's awesome. I, I look and I wish um, people would really understand how important it is to take care in the conservation of fish and wildlife in our waters. Because, I mean, we are literally surrounded by it here, and we want to take care of it. I know I want to do my biggest part to take care of it. And we were also talking about captains for clean water. You know, that's a big deal, too. To, to get everyone involved. I mean, I spent four or five days on the water already, you know, and even just when I was in the river yesterday, uh, you know, when you're going through the river, you get a lot of the, you get a lot of trash and, you know. Uh, yeah, the rivers are bad. The rivers are bad. But, you know, it's one thing is that I, I did see, I don't know if it was in, uh, I think it was in not Australia or one of those places where they had, they had almost a filter system set up so when the trash would come in from the sewer and then it would dump into the river, they had this huge kind of bag, kind of mesh bag, almost that acted as a filter to where it was catching all the trash. Yeah. And really, I mean, because going through the river yesterday, it, it, I, it breaks my heart because there's just so much in there. And we need to do a bigger part of keeping that clean as well. And what you guys are doing are helping towards that as well. But that seeing that, I mean, that that should be put in. A, I mean, I'm sure it's. It's not a, a a cheap thing to do, but to to keep the trash and other debris out of the rivers to keep our water cleaner, I, it's it's something to definitely look into because I, I was impressed by it. it. When they showed the video of it, it had a lot of trash. Bubba's, Bubba's sending you guys home homework. We, yeah. hey, you need all, to make us a filter system for I, the rivers. I hate to tell you, we're already way ahead of you. I bet you are. <laughs> Berkeley, one of our lines has a has a program where you send the line back in that you don't use, and we send it to a company called Fish Pond that makes clothing and gear out of the line. Really? Yeah, and ASA, American Sportsman's uh, uh, Fishing Association, has a program called Pitch It. And you just put your plastic in a box, and it goes so that it doesn't get in our rivers and our waterways. So we're out there working hard on things like that. A lot of countries internationally are going plastic neutral. So those of us that manufacture, taking a hard, hard look at how we package our products and what we do because we don't want it in our waterways, and we don't need it in our oceans. So lots of good programs nationally and internationally are happening. That's awesome. Are you guys the ones that collect the line at the... We are. You guys are the ones that pick that up. Okay. So our our people may not know pure fishing, but you probably fish with one of our products. Probably. So Berkeley, Abu Ghraib, Pan. I can give a little shout out here. Go ahead. Go keep ahead. going. Do it. <laughs> Let right. do. But uh, ugly stick. But the bottom line is I also think people don't know that people who manufacture and sell fishing equipment pay a special excise tax. And anglers have always paid their way on the waterways with that excise tax and that money goes back to fish and wildlife on the ground in all 50 states so we should be very proud of what we do we're good we're good citizens and every time we buy a product yes it should have a tag on it says sank an angler yeah you know because we are doing more than our part in this country to make sure we always have the opportunity to be good stewards and do our business and to fish and to teach our kids to fish yeah we have to have take we have to take care of our waters this is what people are here for that's why we're all here anybody yeah. listening to this show that's the reason we're here because everybody that listens to us and yeah, they sure. love the water yeah so. Well, I say we're the only organization, company, group of people in the world that has to create the opportunity 
for us to be able to do our business and to sell our products. If we don't have water and we don't have access and we don't have fish, we're not angling. No. We're dead. It's done. So, you know, it's not like nails. There's always going to be building projects. Somebody else takes care of that. We take care of the watershed, the waterways, the access, the fish, the coral, all of those things. Anglers pay their way. Step up and be proud of what we do because yeah. it's big in this country. It is. And in, uh, those numbers you said earlier, it's, it's, it's impressive. And you were saying earlier, too, you know, go out there and hug, hug a FWC. Yeah, hu- hug a wildlife <laughs> I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see my, my buddy t- Lieutenant Tony Roses, I'm gonna you gonna hug him. Big, I'm gonna yeah. give him a big hug. I he's am. a little weird about it. He won't let you hug him. I'm gonna hug him. He won't even know it. I'm gonna hug him. I wait. I wait till he's not paying attention. So uh, that's well, awesome. Next time one pulls you over, you guys just remember, just start hugging him. Yeah, Maybe that'll help. <laughs> that'll help get you out of the ticket too. Just don't say I said so. Okay, we won't. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you guys very much for coming in into the show. Uh, everyone, please go check out October 27th, the Fish and Wildlife Foundation. It's for a great cause. Please get involved. Go out there and buy a fishing license. And uh, bluegreen2018.org is where you'll be able to find all your information at. Connie, Andy, thank you so much for coming in here. I, I It was a pleasure and an honor to have you guys Anything in we can help you guys thank with you. in the future, let us know, yeah, please. Yeah, please do. You did it today. Okay. Just thank by you. communicating, you did it today. Thank awesome. You. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad we were able to be a part of it. So uh, you guys have a wonderful, great Sunday. And uh, any, like you said, I want to get some more information about uh, getting those kids and maybe us doing an event out there in Apollo Beach. So, all right. We're going to take a real quick break. This is Flats Mafia Radio. 1025 The Bone. We'll be back shortly. Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone. We were back. We just had a little bit of a, a change of pace, uh, and it was refreshing. I like that. You know, it was refreshing. You know, uh, you were saying when we went to break, Ryan, and I kind of had to be a little bit uh, of a different, you know, it was more calm, more focused on because it was so intriguing. And I was I was blown away on, on what fishing does for the state, for the state of Florida. This time last week when Paige came in, we were talking about her car reeking of a fish smell. <laughs> a week later, we just had a really good interview. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get with the show. No, that, that's and, true. And, and, boy. And, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, that was, that was probably one of definitely my most serious interview I think since I've been on the radio. They're, done. they're a serious organization. They, no, they, they do don't a play lot. around. They really do I mean, a lot. You and, had this face. You were very focused. I was because I was. That's how intrigued I was about it. Like, I know they were. Good. I really, you know, a lot of people that, I mean, just after talking with them, what fishing? Why you going out and buying stuff with the the anglers and being able to buy the licenses? All that, if you really go back and help out your own community, and I, I just thought it was. It, I was. I was like I said, I, I was very intrigued by it. It was a different pace for us, but I enjoyed it very yeah, well. The, the name of their organization was Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida, in case you guys didn't catch it earlier. Yeah, and the, also it was bluegreen2018.org is the and, website. And that was uh That's for the that's for the event. Yes. I think their actual website is wildlifeflorida.org. Yes. But for the event it's bluegreen2018.org where they're 
raffling off the not raffling. <laughs> yeah, no, not raffling. Auctioning it's, off all, to a contender. 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 Yeah, which is about one hundred eight thousand dollars. What was the one thing that you learned during that interview that you did not know prior to biggest, the interview? Biggest thing of all, the fishing license. For for someone to be able to go out and buy a fishing license, and that goes back 100% back to yeah. the the fish and wildlife. That was awesome. I mean, that and I, that's why I'm going to, you know, how important it is that for that to go back to straight to the ground and water is unreal. I mean, there was a lot of other – I mean, just the numbers that they – you know that fishing does in a year. I mean, that tops up to with a B. I with didn't. A B. I mean, I knew it was in the millions, but you know, hitting nine billion dollars and only a, one billion of it is freshwater yeah. is amazing. Here's how you know they're good. They knew all the numbers and facts without a piece of paper. Nothing. I would not be able to re- remember that, but they just knew it from the top of their head. It was so yeah. impressive. No, they really were. I mean, and it, it was it was great, great conversation. I want to thank uh, Connie and Andy Con- for yeah, coming Con- in. Connie and Andy, thank you so much. And uh, we, we're going to probably end up trying to figure out how we can just get involved some way. We'll just, put some information on our own website and show page here. So yeah, we yeah, I got up. some links and stuff that Michelle sent me, so. Well, we're going to get back to... Uh, you going to bust my balls now? No. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, so, uh, yeah, we're going to get right into that. Let's let's get into that. Uh, I They were in a fishing tournament yesterday, Redfish Tournament, IFA, big tournament. Mm-hmm. How many boats were in it, James? 64, I 64. believe. 64. Y- y'all were 62, you and Ginger. We Yeah, I, they didn't do it how they normally you pick out of a hat. They did it the way you registered? I think they did it the... Yeah. <laughs> we were the last ones that... Be up there, obviously. Yeah, but, you know we got to leave sixty second boat out of the pack, which I heard there were some boats out there doing over eighty miles an hour. Look, oh I'll, I'll tell you right now that SCB that Shane Haas has, <clears throat> our boat goes. We were going around sixty. Yeah, just and it was fast. calm and yeah. yeah, it'll peel your eyelids back and give you a nosebleed if you ain't ready. Yeah, <laughs> but this dude in the SCB took off. I mean, rooster tail shooting fifteen feet in the air, and he was out of sight. Like I could not see him anymore within five minutes, and we went to the same area. <laughs> Can you get pulled over for going fast? No, 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 not, not unless you're you're going fast in a marked area where it's 25 miles or less or yeah. no wake zone. But no, you can't. I, there's not a. They ain't catching them either. Yeah, they're not gonna catch them. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're allowed to do that if you want. So I, I'm I'm waiting to hear. I had a trip yesterday, so yeah. I'm waiting to hear how they did. So I called James. He was like, "Hey, Jeff's gonna call you back on the phone." On the truck phone. So I'm like, oh, wow, we're about to have a group conversation. We might have some good news here. <laughs> so he calls back, and Jeff's like, yeah, yeah, we go, we're we third play. We're, so we're sitting third right yeah, now. Yeah, we're sitting third right now. I said, for real? Oh, man, that's you awesome. You could hear it because he was, like, genuinely excited I was. for us. Yeah, I was pumped up for him. Yeah, we're sitting third right now. And then Jeff goes, yeah, third in line at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a rough, we had a rough day. I mean, I mean I, a lot of people did it. Our like. fish that that we knew were there didn't show up, and that happened. There were six or seven boats around us in the same area. Our fishes didn't show up. Yeah. I mean, it was tough. And then, and then of course, halfway through the day, it started blowing, and that, that, made, that didn't make it easier. Well, that made it bad for the people that were in that area had to go back. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it was bad. Well, y'all, I mean, you- we're in a 26-foot boat, so there's a lot of these guys that are in flats boats that go 70 miles an hour that would have been a, it's a bad ride back. The the waves are coming sideways on the boat, so you're not going into them. You're not going with them. They're hitting you from the side to where we had to go back to weigh in. 
Now, yeah. when you're having a bad day and you know you have no chance of winning, what is the key to keep on just pushing and grinding, even if you want to quit? I'll <laughs> answer this, beer. <laughs> no, we're, we're not allowed to have beer at that tournament. Oh, so. no, yeah. It oh, is. What, what, what we did, that happened to us, so we decided, you know, we're done. We got, we're out of options here, so we went to a place we call the playground. The playground. So, what you know, that? like when you're, when you're 19 years old and you're running around, you got a fake ID and you're getting in all these places and the girls aren't really cooperating with you? Uh-huh. You're like, these girls are stingy. Let's go to the strip club. <laughs> That's kind of like what the playground is. You know that the playground has fish on it, and they're going to give up the booty, basically. Yeah, oh, my God. And we couldn't we couldn't hook a fish there. No. No, I mean, the fish Jeff, were Jeff underneath the, the day boat. Before. Yeah, the day, there was some kids out there. Like, she was talking about kids aren't really into fishing right now, but there were some kids out there yesterday. Obviously, they had their dad's boat. They lived on Weedon Island. You know, they might have been might have been 15 years old. There's three of them. So the power pole wasn't working. So they're chasing these fish. And as we always say, fish don't eat from the behind. No, they you don't. Know? So they, <laughs> you got to get in front of them. These kids were just chasing them. And they were using their remote iPilot trolling motor as their anchor as well. Oh, So my they would God. get onto them. And the kids are so light up there up front. <laughs> so every time a wave would come or something, like their trolling motor is coming out of the water. And the fish are underneath them, and they're like, we can't get them to eat. And we're just sitting there holding our heads, scratching our heads, going, yeah. You know, we're not going to tell them what to do. You should. They're in a yellowfin, too, by you the school way. school them. They're in a $120,000 boat. Yeah. They're 15 years old. There's three of them. Well, obviously, you know what they're lacking is knowledge on how to chase redfish. Well, I'm not going to sit there and them. teach them. Then they threw out a chum bat, and that was it. We had to go. Once they did that, we had to leave. You can't fish near somebody chumming. So. Yeah. Well... You know, at least you guys tried. It's all about the effort and the experience. Yeah, Good we job. got to that. Good we, effort, James. Yeah, we got to that point where we're like, screw it. We're just going to go. Let's go to Pappy's and catch some fish. <laughs> we just want a tight line. That's it, dude. When you, it's, it's so tough, too, when you're all day. You're just waiting for a strike, waiting for a strike. But here's, here's some of the numbers from that, right? So first place was 14.22 pounds, at, and they won $28,000. Okay. With what place? That was first. Okay. All right, second place, Ryan Rickard and Dustin. Congrats to them, their local congrats, guys. Yes, caught that in our backyard, by the way. They had 13 pounds, and uh, 15 boats after that. So, 15th place and up, weighed in two fish. Okay. All right, and the smallest of those two fish were 7.18 pounds. Wow. All right, so 25th place, from 15 to 25th, weighed in one fish, and from 25th. To 64. So 64 weighed in zero. So 39 teams weighed zero fish in. And there's wow. some good teams in that. Yeah. That you'd recognize in that. Not saying that we're one of them, but there's there's a lot of good teams at zeroed yesterday. Yeah, it's just, just the way it is. I mean, and, and I guarantee, you know, being that you're not able to keep the redfish down south, that forced a lot of people up our neck of the woods. Sure. So, you know, made it even more, uh, a little more busier up up our way, so. That's tough, but congratulations to all the winners. Definitely t hats off to Ryan Rickard, man. He's, he always want to uh, support local guys. Yeah, him and he does his homework, man. And he does. He do, he he really he really does. So it pays off. Are there rivals within fishing, or is everybody pretty much family and friends? Uh, no, I mean you got you got. Listen, with anything, even with your friends, you could be in in a circle of all your friends in your it's, tournament. It's it's, it's a all a rivalry. It's a competition. Yeah. Fishing fishing is a rivalry. Excuse me, rivalry. rivalry. What? what? <laughs> Dog it. <laughs> <laughs> I like his laugh over there. I like you like that laugh? I do. Yeah, I do. I do rivalry. 
it's always, you know, in fishing. Whether you're just going out, having fun, and another it's one, one of the biggest bragging sports there is. Absolutely, probably. I mean that's what that's what the, it is meant for. I mean, not excuse me, it's not what it's meant for, but that's what you get out of it. I mean, you you want to come back with the biggest fish. But yeah, everybody that's it is kind of family because if something happens to another team that's out on the water that day. You know, like when Frank Lato left, I told him, I was like, call me if anything happens. Good luck. We want them to catch fish, and we want to catch fish. So yeah. if it's just, if we yeah. want it to come down to ounces at the end of the day. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. But, you, try, you, you know, there is people out there. Um, there is people out there that, you know, they're not in a tournament. They're not necessarily going to give you spots or, you know. But everyone, at the end of the day, does look out for each other. Do you guys have, like, pump-up music that you listen to driving to the tournament? Because you hear about players that listen to different songs and that. All right. I, I, can I, do, do I know I have it? it? I know it. I know it. What? The, the song, when they're leaving, if, I can, if they're doing it the same way they used to do it with me, the song that they're playing when they leave that tournament, when it's time to go. Yeah. Top Gun. Me and Jeff? No. No, Jeff's, Jeff's got control of that. Oh, when, when the Top Gun song, when you're leaving out of the tournament, that was like, I guess maybe it goes back two, three years, but that was our song when we left out. Yeah, of the that's t- just that's just mine. Any Top Gun uh, song on that you're soundtrack, Top Gun I'm pretty nerd. dorky for it, yeah. <laughs> Is this the song? No. That's one of them. That'll do. He loves that Look, one. Look, that, that <laughs> tune right there just brings back good memories. It makes me feel good. No, it's the one. Uh, <laughs> I went to the... Danger zone. Okay, I didn't know where you were going there. <laughs> you, finally, <laughs> you finally hit it, though. I did. I got it. But no, Jeff will have some 90s hip-hop on. We'll listen to country all the way in the truck driving, but once we get in the boat, it's some 90s hip-hop. Yeah, there you go, it. Baba. That's it when you're pulling out. Play that a little bit louder. That's that's getting you in the zone as you're pulling mm-hmm. out. Look, getting I will, ready to get dusted by 85-mile-an-hour boats. I will tell you this. If we knew we were coming in with some good weight, this would be blaring. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's a great feeling, though, ain't it? When you know you're coming back and you can compete. Oh, yeah. It, I need to bring the, uh, hopefully Kent, from, hopefully Kent from Gills will bring back a live bait series. I desperately yeah. miss that of the Flatsmasters days. Those are yeah. good times. Oh, you hear that song? It, it, oh, oh, it's Fitz Magic. Yeah. Real like quick. Uh, big Storm Watch Party at Pinellas Tap Room. Uh, for the so, Rowdies, though. For the Rowdies. And September 18th, this Tuesday, Rowdy's Watch Party starts at 8.30. You wear your Rowdy's gear and receive dollar-off pints. Big Storm Brewing Company, by the way, was just there this week. Their ice cream is off the charts. Did you get any of that that coffee or no? I didn't get the coffee. I was all, I was all in with eight ice cream Too much cones. sugar? Off the charts. Off the charts. By the way, had a, a 38 31-28 last week. I said the Bucks are win. I was wrong. I was wrong. They won by way more. It's going to be an interesting game this week. Going to be a real test to the Bucks and their offensive line because the Eagles' defensive line is pretty. Uh, they're they pretty a good gangster. defense. Yeah. yeah. So they're missing a star uh, wide receiver too. Though. But that's why I wanted Ryan to play. Uh, oh, it's Fitz Magic. I like that. It's going to be. It's going to be a fun one today. They so. better get after quarterback today. They have to. You, you got, got Hargraves out. Yeah, there's a lot of people out, but we we need that defensive line to come out strong. We need to put pressure on the quarterback. Especially Nick playing. Foles. Get Nick, Nick Foles out of I, there. I want Nick Foles to come up one time with half our grass stuck in his helmet. That's what I want. If y'all are out at the Bucks game, come check me out. I'm on Himes and Braddock. We'll be out there tailgating. I'll be there in about 45 minutes. So, uh, also big thank you to Andrew Walker, Connie Parker, uh, Fish and Wildlife Foundation. Uh, big thank you to them. 
and uh, all our other sponsors, uh, Big Storm and uh, Florida Fishing Products. We want to we're gonna wrap this up because we're running out of time. But you guys make sure you stay tuned next weekend. This is Flats Mafia Radio. We're out of here. Two fingers. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone.